Welcome to Blooming, a podcast by 20-somethings for 20-somethings, navigating how to grow up. I'm Tessa. And I'm Britt. And we'll be your co-hosts. Welcome back, buds. We are back from our little break and we're definitely ready to get back into it. But before we start, let's just address the elephant in the room and um, a very big adulting fail on our part. We did say we'd be back in two weeks and turns out we can't count. It's been three. Sorry, not sorry. (laughs) Um, Please don't hate us. We were busy adulting and apparently that means we can no longer count. Um, Also, to be fair, in our defense, our podcasting studio also underwent a move so that like did delay us slightly yeah our first recording back is interesting to say the least the studio the new studio is uh 0.1 set up so we're actually recording this sitting on the floor using our knees as mic stands (laughs) so (laughs) like for context when i walked into the room it like all the podcasting equipment was in a box labeled podcasting (laughs) (laughs) But we got there and we're super excited to be back in your ears and christening the new space. Anyways, Britt, tell our very patient buds what we've got for them this week. This week, as a welcome back to Blooming, we thought we would share what being an adult means to us. We also thought this could be an opportunity for us to establish what being an adult means to us personally, which influences what we recommend in our Adulting 101 resources segment and what our adulting fails and wins are. Hopefully, this will also give you guys a better understanding of the concept of blooming and where we come from on different topics that we discuss. Yeah, I feel like it's been like a while since we recorded our first ep, so like a little reintroduction to blooming. Exactly. Come back from the break. You might have seen we did ask you this question um, on our stories last week, so we'll share some of your answers too. But before we get into it, how was your break? My break was good. I mean, we weren't kidding when we said we were signing off to do some adulting because let me tell you, I did a lot of adulting. Yes, you did. Yeah. So we settled at our place, which was a lot of ups and downs. Um, And we also moved in, which has been a very exhausting (laughs) and bittersweet experience for me. Like I'm really excited to be independent and and to like start this chapter with JJ, but I'm also like really sad to be like leaving my childhood and early adult bedroom and home, which is like, I've lived in the same place my entire Mm. life. So it's been like, obviously the best chapter of my life so far, but also like the only chapter I've ever known. So a huge move. Yeah. Huge move. And yeah, like I've stopped saying goodbye to JJ, but now I have to say goodbye to mum and dad, which is a whole other, whole other situation. But I think we'll dedicate like an entire episode to talking about, to talking about it. Cause I guess it's like a bit different to what you went through. Um, and also everyone I get, well, not everyone, but I, it's, it's a very common, um, experience to go through like leaving your childhood home and those memories behind. Yeah, for sure. And I think, cause my parents are changing the childhood home, like they're not selling it or anything, but they're doing massive renovations. So it's not going to like be the same um but yeah anyway enough about me how was your break my break was much less eventful than yours um I did just some little house maintenance projects and got to spend time with my family and friends over Easter which was super nice I just mainly used it as an opportunity to practice my mindfulness and you know like really slow down and be more in the moment so that was good that's so good All 
right, now it's time for our adulting wins and adulting fails from this week. Tessa, please say you're bringing a win on our first week back. So it's not like technically from this week specifically, but it's from our break. Okay, I'll let it Um, go. Yes, and so it's an adulting win, which is obviously that I moved out for the first official time in my life. I feel like that's like a huge adulting win, right? It is. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. A round of applause. No. (laughs) But yeah, so like I've lived out of home for like very sheltered stints overseas, but like this is my first time actually being like, fully independent adult in Brisbane and like all of like the responsibilities that come with that and so like very proud of myself to be honest like a little pat on the back for me I never thought this day would come but (laughs) we made it I did say I was gonna live at home forever but you need to have more faith in yourself girl (laughs) (laughs) but what about you win or fail um okay I'm actually (laughs) bringing another gym fail balancing us out (laughs) it's so much worse than my last one too so I don't know if you guys remember um a few episodes ago I brought a fail where I forgot a few (laughs) essential items when I (laughs) well forgot to brush my teeth gross and um you forgot a towel and you had to use your (laughs) it's been so many times (laughs) he used like my recyclable bags (laughs) by myself or my dirty gym clothes (laughs) anyway this is actually I feel worse so it didn't even occur to me until I was at the gym like last time I think I remembered on my way or something Mm -hmm. but this time I was at the gym I had just put all my bags down and I was like Oh no, I forgot my clothes. Oh, <laughs> like your work clothes? Yeah. So I was like, I mean, what am I going to do here? Like, I I'd go and buy like a cheap outfit from the city. <laughs> Maybe. Like, I'd get someone to Uber you in clothes. <laughs> I was like, I can't even, like, I work in a pretty formal office, so I can't even, you know, get away with maybe wearing my gym clothes or anything. Like, that would not fly. Plus, I would smell and, oh, I guess I could shout. Yeah, no, I would smell. <laughs> anyway, like my lovely partner, um, Lockie, brought my clothes in for me. So, I had actually attempted to be organised um, and got my um outfit for the day ready like the night before mm-hmm. and put it on a hanger at least you didn't have to pick out your outfit can you imagine if one, <laughs> oh, one yeah. had to pick out what you were wearing for the day oh gosh that not would not go well but no I, I had it already on the hanger I just left it on the back of um the door so he kindly said he would bring it in for me and yeah it saved me so crisis averted thank you Lockie so much that's it that's my fail for the week Look, I feel like that wasn't pretty good felt to be honest. <laughs> I just, I, I need to like set myself a reminder on my phone to actually remember my clothes if I leave it on the <laughs> And the th- the worst part was the night before I was like, I hope I don't forget those in the morning. Oh no. Could you <laughs> and like then I did. put them in your car the night before? Yeah, I guess. Because then you definitely wouldn't forget. No, yeah, that's another solution. Like I have done it since and I laid the coat hanger over my bag. Mm. which kind of defeats the purpose of it hanging Hanging, but at least I didn't forget it (laughs) okay so like we said in the intro this week we are talking about what being an adult means to us so this idea came to us in the break because you know those moments where something happens and you're like 
well, you know, you're an adult when... Like, aha, uh-huh, this is adult. <laughs> exactly. For me, this was one night where I was sitting there considering whether we should buy a van for holidays. You know those decked out ones where you can sleep in them like it's an all-in-one type thing? Um, I see aesthetic photos with them all the time on Instagram. Um, but you anyway, what? Instagram influence. <laughs> I have what? Right, Instafluence. <laughs> is that a word? <laughs> You've just made I'm it just a word. Made, we'll add it to the blooming dictionary. <laughs> but yeah, this anyway this turned into considering like a motorhome (laughs) which I feel like is actually probably just me being old um but I also bought a new vacuum cleaner like I never thought the day would come where I would get excited to use a vacuum cleaner um it arrived when I wasn't home and Lockie texted me and I made him vlog the unboxing for me (laughs) but yeah like do you ever have those moments um, I do. Not the same as yours, though. <laughs> no um, motorhomes? <laughs> no motorhomes. Definitely not. I can't, I'm sorry, but I cannot think of anything worse than driving a van around. <laughs> um, but no, I when I was... Okay, so do you ever like look at a box and be like, I really don't want to throw this away because it's like a good box, right? So you want to keep the box? <laughs> so I've just like made this collection of boxes that I've been keeping and they came in like so much handy. Wait, so much handy. They came very, what? They came in handy when we were moving because I was like, we don't need to buy packing boxes. I already have all of these packing boxes. Yeah, right. Like, so it was great. It was really handy. What do you, like, what size are these boxes? Just, Just a interest. variety like, And of where sizes. are you keeping these? Like, how much um, storage do you have in your house? <laughs> like, a lot, I guess. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, my parents aren't happy with the amount I was storing there, let me tell you. But um, the other thing is, you saying unboxing of the vacuum. That yeah. reminded me, actually. I was going to say Bunnings. I went to Bunnings for the first time, but this is so much the better than time. that. Yeah, the fir- well, the first time for me, I'd been to, like, pick things up for other people before. Yeah, oh, but to buy things for yourself. But to buy things for, like, the place. But unboxing, we got, like, all of our crockery delivered this week. Oh. And it, like, arrived when JJ was home and I wasn't home either. And I was like, you cannot open it. Yeah. Don't you- open it until I'm there. No way. <laughs> and so I got there and he, he was not interested at all. He sat on the couch and I was stoked. I was unboxing oh it. God. And I was like, look at this. <laughs> this is so pretty. Oh, my gosh. Like, I was just in love with like, this like stuff. I was excited? so excited. I was like, look at this one. Look at this one. He's like, they all look the same. <laughs> and I'm like, no, they don't. And he no, just No, I feel like excited. that's exciting. Yeah, so I feel like I definitely felt in adulting prime at that that junction. <laughs> Did you enjoy the Bunnings trip? Um, no. Bunnings. <laughs> that's like my favorite store at the moment. Really? Yeah. Clearly you're still transitioning between being a kid and an adult. Yes, I'm a kid adult, okay? <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. And so, okay, so I, when we first started prepping for this episode, I first took to good old Google. Of course. Mate Google. Because I was like, what does the world think that adulting means? And so I come prepared with two definitions. Right, go ahead. One from... Oxford languages and that definition was the practice of behaving in a way characteristic of a responsible adult especially the accomplishment of mundane but necessary tasks aka going to Bunnings <laughs> um and then the other one I think maybe was that like, in the google definition <laughs> <laughs> no. the other one um I think maybe like relates a bit more to me 
Um, and this one's from Urban Dictionary. Love that. And so that's to carry out one or more of the duties and responsibilities expected of fully developed individuals, such as paying off the credit card debt, settling beef without blasting on social media, etc. cetera, mm. exclusively used by those who adult less than 50% of the time. See, <laughs> that's me, adulting less than 50% of the time. <laughs> um, and so I think like talking about adulting more generally and like in the kind of joking way that we do on blooming and on this podcast and on our social media and stuff it like kind of like helps to lighten the mood on this transitioning period that we're all going through and help us like gain a better understanding of or like a, a grip of or like come to terms with what is happening to us because mm. it's a weird time yeah and like just aging in general is a weird thing right like I feel like you're always so excited for birthdays and we know that your gal over here loves a birthday. Loves a birthday, yes. But um, I used to have my age in my Instagram bio like as a badge of honour. I was like so proud that like I was that age. (laughs) And then I hit 26 and I was like, I don't know if I want to show this off anymore. Like I'd rather people guess my age now and hopefully guess younger. Maybe Um, that's, I mean, maybe that's something to do with like when you're younger, you're like, always trying to be a older. little bit older and then when you actually are an adult you're like oh I want to be a kid yeah oh, for <laughs> I don't sure. want to like face this responsibility yeah and like I guess like the older we get like it gives me I don't know each birthday gives me it's starting to give me more and more anxiety still love them still have a month of it but it's just like watching yourself get older and like what that means for me but also watching the people around you get older like your parents and your family members mm-hmm. and um I've also said previously that like the older you get, the less cute it is to make adulting (laughs) mistakes and not all have it together. Uh, But I guess it's just like, why? Why is that the case? Like we're all humans that are learning and we don't flick a switch or like hit a certain age. Well, that I'm aware of, maybe I just haven't hit that age yet. Um, Where all of a sudden you like know how to adult and I don't know, do your taxes and want to buy appliances. Um, so it's definitely been more of like a gradual process for me that yeah. less than 50% of the time <laughs> no, thing for me. I think it's definitely, yeah, as you become an adult, it's a transition period. Um, so we, yeah, we're going to talk about that now. Mm-hmm. And we've both made a little list of what being an adult means to us and we don't know what each other are going to say. So this will be fun. It should be interesting. <laughs> I want to start with something that you did touch on just before and that was in kind of both of those definitions. And we've definitely already spoken about this a little bit on the podcast, but like being, so taking on more responsibility, mm-hmm. part of that being like more financially responsible. So Oh my gosh, oh my I God. didn't have financial responsibilities written oh, down. Oh, really? I had responsibilities more generally. After just throwing down a big <laughs> lot on your home. Lol. Um, well, yeah, I mean like paying the bills, learning how to manage your own money when you get paid each week, budgeting for all the different things that you're going to need to because you just end up accumulating all these extra financial responsibilities. Mm. And I think part of this is also – Um, being socially responsible and developing like a social conscience. So Mm -hmm. being ethically responsible with my purchases, um, but also not thinking of just myself. So considering global issues and things that impact our nation as well as our world, um, considering my impact on the world, 
Um, and this is why like a few of my recommendations now have been about like ethically responsible products or resources to become more sustainable in our adulting 101 segment each week. Yeah, I think it's interesting you say that because I also jotted down a note about like focusing more on quality over quantity and Mm. that is like in products like making sure like I'd rather spend a little bit more money on something that I can feel like not guilt-free but like less guilty over because it's get ethically made or like made in Australia um which just because it's made in Australia doesn't mean it's ethically made just by the way Mm. um and so yeah I definitely agree with that you also said about um like yeah like learning more about like socially like your social conscience yeah and I wrote down yeah learning more as well like without the guidance from parents and teachers or other authority figures in our lives to tell us what to think yeah or like how to feel like we get to learn more ourselves and I guess those people in our lives laid the foundations but now we get to choose what we believe in and what we support and what we like do and don't want and like I guess in ways by figuring that out we kind of gain a better sense of self yeah and I think like to build on that a little bit it's for me taking an interest in issues that are going on in the world Mm -hmm. um the political climate and like understanding how that actually impacts me because like when I was a child it was not on my radar at all Mm -hmm. um but now I guess working out how that impacts me and my future it's like a huge part of being an adult yeah I think like having that foundation is important but developing your own opinions in these like really critical years it's like also that like sense of self I was talking about before it's about being okay with the fact that they might not align with those foundations and with other people in your life and that that's okay also I mean I touched briefly on quality versus quantity earlier as well in terms of like products we choose to buy and products we choose to recommend but Also, that's like in friendships as well for me is that I would rather have a smaller group of really close valued friendships than I would a larger group of like, I guess, acquaintances or like people who I don't have those more like deep, meaningful relationships with. I also had something similar, like figuring out like what really matters to me um, and discovering which of my friends have morals and values and interests that do align with mine. Um... And I guess a big part of adulting that I've experienced is how this does impact my friendships and whether they end up lasting like long term. And leading on from that, figuring out what I want to spend my time and more broadly my life doing. So like figuring out what brings me joy and the things that I want to dedicate time to. Mm, That's a good one. That wasn't on my list either. Oh, okay. That's all right though. And I think coming also from that, I'm just rolling with these, but like finding independence so no longer depending on your parents or guardians like what you said before like the authority figures in your life as a child um and learning to look after yourself and like make things happen for yourself whether that is like with that financial responsibility or through the friends or things that you want to be spending your time doing so like making decisions in your life to help support your own ambitions um I mean figuring out what those ambitions are but then you know choosing a job that you enjoy or that brings you passion um and that can put you in a financial position to do things that you want to spend your life doing like for example 
buying a house or going on holidays or um, having the social life that you wish. Um, And on top of that, having to manage all these different things Mm -hmm. (laughs) and having life balance, like that's a whole thing as well. For sure. I think it's interesting how you've like defined independence based on like, oh, like, or contrary to how I have. And so when I thought about independence on my list, I thought about how like, big thing especially my mom always drills into us is that she raised us to be independent and to fly the nest and so for me I've always really resisted that like I really resisted independence I really like I don't know uh, not that I don't enjoy being by myself but if I have to go out to the shops or something I always like to have someone with me whoever that may be and um, so it's definitely something I've resisted and now that I've moved out and done that and flown the nest which is what she's always encouraged us to do it's like kind of solidified adulthood to me in my head like even though Mm. I know a lot of these other things I started a lot earlier the independence thing I feel like is only coming into its own now and it's learning to be comfortable with just being by myself like being in our apartment alone or Mm. going out and doing a grocery shop by yourself it's like these are things that I could do before but I would prefer not to, whereas now, like, You're you like have to. into it and... Yeah, and it's like... Learning to enjoy it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, for sure. Learning to enjoy it and also, like, learning to just, yeah, sit with me. Mm. And I guess, like... like spend time with yeah, yourself. Yeah, exactly. And, like, you said as well, like, um, what brings you, like, joy? That's, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think, like, kind of where I took that, like, figuring out what, like, gives you joy and what you like doing and what you want to invest your time into. Mm. For me, um, the older I get and the more adult I become, like, respecting my body is such a big thing for me. I had that on my list as well. Oh, my gosh, there you go. So, like, appreciating my body more, like, for the fact that I can move and walk and, like – I can do all these things that some people don't have the privilege of doing, but also like treating it well, like being consistent with like eating healthier and exercising and things like that. It's not something I used to do. Like I used to just eat whatever I wanted, like Mm. live off junk food. Like my exercise would be all over the place. Like those early years in our twenties, we were probably drinking more than we should have. Um, (laughs) I didn't, ever bother looking after my Still like have those weekends <laughs> yes but I mean for me well for me at least not as frequently yeah um but also like didn't look after my skin or my hair or like my nails anything whereas mm. those are things that I'm like I'm investing in myself now like in like actually treating my body I guess in a way it deserves and like being kinder to it as well like yeah. trying to respect my body for more of its functional purposes than it's physical purposes I had something kind of on that so like learning the ins and outs of your body um can't eat or drink Mm. um or what you like or don't like sexually um and how like working out how your body uniquely functions biologically so basically learning to love and look after your body in the way that it is I agree with that like I feel like I have to especially for me with all of my food intolerances and things I have to be so in tune with my body and what's going on within my body at all times and the older I get like the more aware of what's going on in my body and that's good because it means if something's not quite right you can be like oh hold up probably need to go and talk to someone about this with your body yeah for sure and I think like the older we get you now have to do like breast checks to make sure you don't have lumps and things like that so it's like being in tune with what's going on 
So that was like, I guess, kind of what I had about thinking about myself and my body. Um, But another thing that I thought being an adult was like thinking about other people ahead of yourself, Um, whether that's one day a partner or a pet or children or a family member or friend in need or just like the wider community. Like you can't be um, thinking about yourself all the time. Like Mm -hmm. when you're younger, you're a bit closed and sheltered to what's going on around you. And like now you have to be thinking about everything that you do, like your actions and um, the impact it has on the world and the people around you. Yeah, I agree with that. I um, had something similar in terms of like, I used to call the early years of my 20s, especially when I was single, which I was for most of the early years of my 20s, as like my selfish years. Mm. Um, they're the years that I used to do whatever I wanted. I didn't need to tell anyone what I was doing or where I was going or like justify or explain my actions. I could just like get up and go and do whatever it was at the time yeah and I think that probably comes back to realizing that you have like commitments and responsibilities um when you're an adult yeah and when you mention responsibilities again there I might actually talk about what I had down for responsibilities um because that was another big one for me and I know you mentioned that earlier on but I, like I said, didn't have financial responsibilities down there necessarily, which I think is a huge privilege that that's not necessarily the front of mind for me because I like do save really hard and don't frivolously, frivolously, is that how you say that? Spend, but um, I'm not like struggling for money and I'm I'm appreciative of that. But for me, um, I definitely associate responsibility directly with being an adult and those was that was in those definitions as well. You kind of touched on this, but for me, I think it's more like work responsibilities. So being as a kid, I used to be desperate to like work or like have something to do or have responsibilities like my parents, like I'd set up a fake office or job, like whether that be like scanning groceries or yeah, like sitting at an office desk um, and just like pretend to do it. I used to love doing that as a kid. Like yeah. before I could even read or write, I'd be like pretending to write down in a notebook or whatever. Oh. Um, and then again, in high school, we talked about when you're in high school, you just want to be older and you just in that Instagram bio thing. And I did wait to grow up. Yeah. I couldn't wait to grow up. I couldn't wait to have more responsibility. I couldn't wait to prove that I could like look after myself and I didn't need anyone else's help. And then all of a sudden, and now I'm like, give me all the help. Exactly. <laughs> like all of a sudden you're an adult with these big responsibilities that if you don't do, they have consequences. And all of those like play pretend games haven't prepared you at all and school hasn't really prepared you at all either and you just want to go back to having no responsibilities like I think in a way I took for granted the ability to be carefree my parents gave me like I remember when I was what is it what you 14 and nine months when you first can apply for a job is that right in Australia yeah I think something so. like that Some anyway random number yeah as soon as I turned that I was like applied for do you remember diva Oh, yes. I applied for Diva and I was like, yes, this is going to be amazing. I got an, a, like a callback for an interview and my parents were like, no, we want you to focus on like school and being a kid and not having to worry about that right now. And so I was really fortunate in that like I was able to have that like really carefree childhood where I didn't have any responsibilities, um, but it did mean that it was a harsh shock, let me tell you. Yeah. Like as soon as I graduated, they cut me off and they were like, no. Nah, 
and they have to go How get a work. Graduated from high school, not uni. How interesting because I was very contrast in that aspect. Mm-hmm. Like my parents like as soon as you turn that age, 14, nine months or whatever, they were like, you need to get a job now. Yeah, it's <laughs> so And we're different, no longer hey? funding anything. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, I mean, like my funded my education and my food, but anything socially, like money-wise, I had it to produce the money for myself and learn that budgeting thing but we've talked about that in a previous episode anyways and I think like the responsibility thing definitely came up in that question box that we put on our Mm -hmm. stories from some buds in our community someone wrote in saying taking full responsibility with every aspect of my life and I think this is a really good one like with responsibility comes complete ownership of the decisions you make the comments you say and the impact of these on the people in the community around you which is what I I touched on before and yeah these decisions all come from the values you hold and the person that you want to be so like kind of the adult you want to be yeah I think it's interesting that you just mentioned like ownership Mm. because on my list I had control Hmm. And so while obviously not everything in our lives is in our control and not all decisions are easy and um, with being an adult um, and as a control freak adult like myself, Hmm. that like being an adult does allow me to have more control over my life and my choices. And I like that I kind of hold a lot of that power and can have that ownership and can rely just on myself. Like, I don't know, I can eat whatever I feel like I can go to bed, whatever time I want. (laughs) Like, um, I can say no to things that I don't like or say yes to things that I do want to do. But like, this also obviously comes with a lot of risk, I guess, because like every decision you make and the decisions that are like from either like super frivolous things, like again, what do I feel like eating for breakfast today to something way more serious? Like, do I take this job offer? These are all things that everything, everything you say and do comes back on you. Like there is no one else to blame except for yourself, for the decisions you make, the things you say, your actions, like it's control and like control is a good thing in one way, but on the flip side, it also is. Like, like I guess be finding accountability though as well yeah, in those yeah, things. Yeah, for sure. Um, and something that I kind of have had to realize as well um, is that it's not all fun. Nope. <laughs> but if you work really hard, you do get the reward along the way, like hopefully. And I think, you know, learning to overcome the big challenges that life's going to throw at you undoubtedly (laughs) no 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 many people who go through life without any challenges so yeah for sure was that all that was on your list that was everything okay well I'll go through the rest of my list keep going so another one I had was like thinking more so an example of this is when you were in high school and you used to ask your parents can I go to this party and they'd be like we'll think about it I, as a kid, did not understand the concept of thinking about Just make a decision, yes or no. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like I, I guess as a kid, you made decisions based on like my instinct and my intuition and my gut more. Like I just used to make decisions. I didn't think through my actions at all. And I guess we were talking a little bit about that before. Um, But the older I get, I like now started catching myself, like staring into space, actually thinking about things. (laughs) And I'm like, who Emma <laughs> and then I was like oh my I literally only realized in the last few years that when 
mum or dad said that they think about it that they were actually thinking about it like <laughs> they weren't just trying to shut you up yeah like. <laughs> for sure like dad in particular he used to be like I'd think about it and then he'd literally sit on the couch staring into space like with his hand under his chin or whatever like and I would have you made a decision yet? Yeah, yeah and I'd look at him and I'm being like and he's like I'm thinking about it and I'm like as if you're thinking about it right now. There's nothing, like, because there would be nothing going on in my brain. <laughs> That's so funny because I feel like when my parents said that to me, it was just just, like, hopefully that I would forget about it. But that's what I thought they meant too. Except it that was I would, a no, but they didn't want to, like, upset me straight away. <laughs> I would just, like, sit there and be like, have you made an answer? Like, have you made a decision yet? Have you made a decision yet? I'd be so annoying. And then, like, say he would make the decision and it'd be like, yes, he'd be like, yes, but xyz and those xyz's was what he was thinking about that he's come to yeah and I was like I just couldn't think in that way like I couldn't come to conclusions about a scenario like we do and I guess that's why sometimes when we're younger and we think we know everything and you make silly decisions and silly mistakes it's because you don't have that um like I guess like critical thinking yeah like concept of thinking forward and how it's going to impact to the next parts of your life whether that's the immediate future or like months or years ahead so tying in with that like thinking about which is what I've had to do a lot of recently you know like where am I in my career and where do I want to be and what steps do I need to take or if I take this particular step will it end up like paying off in the long term or should I take a different sidestep and do something else like so risky yeah (laughs) risky business being an adult (laughs) um and then another one I had which also came up in conversations that we had with our bud community is just caring less Mm. like the older I get it's like you have to care so much about things but then it's also like oh there are certain things that you can just be like I don't even doesn't matter Yeah. yeah I think like I either I'm caring less or maybe like back to that thinking thing, I'm getting better at problem solving. It's like in my younger years, things would happen and I would catastrophize and think it's, this is the end of the world. My life is over. Like I can't go to that party. It's like the end of the world or whatever. Um, Which I mean, I still catastrophize a little bit these days, but not to that extent. (laughs) Whereas now, like we have, as an adult, I feel like I have better resilience and like problem solving skills and you can bounce back and change course much easily much easier much more easily Um, like learning how to land on your feet when it doesn't go your way like I hope this continues to happen more the older we get like in particular I would really like to stop caring about what like other people think of me and take that kind of stuff to heart so much Mm. um and then the other two little ones I had was always being tired being an adult means always being tired constantly (laughs) so all these things that we're dealing with making us tired how good is it when you get like a full eight hour sleep or whatever (laughs) does that exist (laughs) (laughs) oh and the other one was the concept of time like time goes so quickly in your adulting years like I swear to god it speeds up it does it goes (laughs) so much quicker like we're in what are we in April now and I'm like I feel like we just had Christmas. <laughs> Blink. Yeah, it's crazy. And I'm like, oh my gosh, the year yeah. is, we're nearly halfway through a year. Like, but I think that also comes back to the commitments and responsibilities thing. Like when you take on all these extra commitments and responsibilities and um, things that you are putting into your life and schedule, like it's hard and it's so hard to fit everything in. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I was like, this is going to be great. I'm going to move out. JJ and I are going to have so much quality time because we all know <laughs> my love language is quality time. I was like, I'm going to have so much quality time with him when we both like finish work, like to spend time with each other. 
do you think we've spent any time with each other Aww. in the last two weeks? Absolutely not. <laughs> we have been like unpacking and doing groceries and like ordering stuff for the house. Like we have been so flat out. Like it just, it's wild. And then I've just blinked and we've been living together for two weeks and I'm like, yeah, hi, I haven't spoken to you. No, I have, but <laughs> you know, it's just weird. It's different. Yeah. It's a different type of quality time, I guess. And kind of what I mentioned before about my break is it's hard learning how to be in the moment when you have so much going on as an adult. Like mm. I think something that I'm still definitely learning is yeah, appreciating being in the moment. And it's a really hard balance of trying to balance everything and fit everything in but also enjoy each thing like your forward planning are so many things in order Mm. to you know set up your life and um, make sure that you know you're on track with whatever wherever you want to be but you also need to enjoy the path there yeah it's like that um that like I don't know if it's a meme or an analogy or whatever where it's like your brain's got 20 tabs open and you don't know which one the music's coming from (laughs) it's like that it's like how do you stay present in one tab when you've got 50 other tabs in the background wanting your attention and being like hi I'm here can you think about me now like yeah it's so hard So yes, when we first started discussing this topic, a lot of, you know, cliche adult things came up and they are things that we've just touched on, um, like more independence and more responsibility. But we also tried to go further than that and think of things that felt like they related more specifically to the kind of adulting we are doing. And like, honestly, there wasn't really any. Um, I feel like really this is the point of us running all the same race like yes in our own ways and at our own paces but the fact that we are all adulting nonetheless like remains the same yeah like with the discussions that we've had with our different buds um in during the week before we recorded this episode and asking people what their definitions are and I guess I particularly didn't only ask people in their 20s and talk to people in their 20s about it but people older too and no matter their age like all of their answers were really similar and all the things that I I had thought of too mostly and the fact that our list was so similar even though we didn't talk about it at all in the lead up to sitting down and recording this, I think it kind of made me realise that no matter what your age is, adulting is just that. It's like adulting and we're all just trying to get through it or I guess some of us are trying to thrive through it. Is that <laughs> depressing? <laughs> um But this stage of adulting in our 20s is certainly unique, but the characteristics of adulting seem to remain the same. We just like adapt and adjust and get used to them more, I guess. Um, And I was like worried coming into this that none of my answers were exciting or unique. And maybe that's just like because they don't have to be. All right, Britt, are you ready to talk Adulting 101? I am, let's go. So Adulting 101, as you all know by now, is our weekly resource or recommendation that we found helpful in navigating our 20s. And now, hopefully you guys have a better understanding of where we're coming from in these recommendations. And obviously some of them are a bit more trivial than others, but still important. So Britt, what have you got for me? Well, speaking of trivial, I wanted to bring this resource in particularly to this episode um, because I actually discovered this week that a bunch of people in my life, um, Tessa included, didn't know what the delay timer was yeah. on the washing machine. Okay, what is this? And maybe my washing machine just doesn't have it. To be fair, 
I only just got a washing machine, so I'm still learning how to use it. <laughs> so we also did the same. We bought a new washing machine when we um, moved out last year. So that was like four months ago. And um, I've been living without knowing that it was a thing. And then someone pointed it out to me and it's honestly changed my life. So that's a big call. <laughs> <Life-changing>. <laughs> it maybe, has. Maybe I need to investigate further. So you actually might have one. You never know. Have a like, Go home and have a look. I... I encourage all of our buds listening to this to go home and check if they have a delay timer. If you don't already use your delay timer. To be fair as well, we don't have like a brand new washing machine. No. But do like, all the ones like, do it too? Yeah, I think it's been around for a while. Okay, all right. <laughs> I'll go check this adult <laughs> over there. <laughs> but it's been so helpful because I can put whatever load I'm doing in the night before and then delay the timer so that it fi- it's like finishing when I wake up or when whenever I have time to do it. And then I just have to hang it out and, you know, I can fit it in so much easier. I don't have to like put it because I feel like it's a big thing like worrying about putting it on during the week if you're going to go to work or if you're going to go mm. out for a really long time because then it's like going to sit in there. Okay, what was your Adulting 101 resource this week? So I'm going to keep to my theme for the week, my big adulting, I live out of home theme. I'm going to recommend getting an air fryer. Britt, do you have one? Um, No, but you have been raving about this for a while now. I have. I've had my air fryer for like maybe a year, maybe more. Yeah. And we all know that cooking is not Tessa should not. Tessa was not made to be in the kitchen. I was not. So, um... I'm going to use your words, such a life changer, game changer. Oh, all right. And so foolproof. Like, not even I can stuff it up. Like, it is even Tessa proof. I have heard really great things yeah. about the air fryer. Something I will worth, like, worth noting is I don't know if it's every air fryer, but to be honest, I just have, like, a cheap Kmart one. You need to put it on a heatproof surface, like, when it's on, because bench tops have been known to crack from the heat. Oh, and that hot is, tip. Yeah, uh, literally a yeah. hot tip pun intended um so yeah I just like put it on my stove or whatever and use it on that but yeah hmm, there you go there you go what's your favorite air fryer dish uh favorite air fryer dish is cooking frozen hash browns after a late night nice. out like wait is it hot when it comes out what do you mean the food obviously it is like when you air fryer it, it's not oh like cold from the air. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Cause I like have had potatoes that were apparently cooked in air fryer from another friend, different one. <laughs> and they were cold. How long between she cooking oh, them? Well, I don't know. Maybe she did them like hours before and that's why, but I just assumed that there was like a cold setting and I was like, why would, it, what is the rave with air fries? I don't understand. <laughs> um, if they're, is a cold setting i don't know about it okay i've only ever had food come out hot well good to know um the thing i like about it for those 2 a.m hashies yeah is that so much quicker than an oven cooks them so much quicker and if i've been drinking i'm less likely to burn myself which I have on the oven multiple times. So much less risky. Yeah, much less risky. I do like cooking salmon in it, but I don't like the cleanup of that. So rather stick to veggies. And hash browns. And hash hash browns browns particularly. (laughs) 
thank you for tuning in to another episode of Blooming and our first ep back after our break. If you're enjoying our little podcast baby, please let us know by leaving us a rating or a view because algorithm things is so hard. And also by hitting the subscribe button in Apple Podcasts or follow on Spotify. And please come find us on Instagram at blooming.podcast. Please tag us in your stories to show us how you're listening to Blooming or using one of our Adulting 101 resources. We'd love for you to show us if you're using an air fryer or the delay timer this week. Yeah, you should send through like your best air fryer recipes and maybe I can try it out. Oh my gosh, we could do a cooking with Tessa segment. (laughs) Fish on a budget, (laughs) feet air fryer. That would be a nightmare, but I'm into it. Um, and also DM us Um, we'd love to hear your thoughts on this episode or what topics you'd like us to talk about in the future as well as your adulting wins and fails yeah can you beat Brit's fails (laughs) I hope you can (laughs) chat next week buds bye and now hopefully you have a bit of under and now hopefully (laughs) And now, (laughs) and now, hopefully, you have a stop it. Because I just feel I keep moving it with my legs. Yeah, see, I feel more sturdy. Yeah, in between my legs. Yeah. Okay. See how we go. Yuck! That's gonna sound so wrong. (laughs) Was that recording? Yeah. (laughs)